really quickly, is everyone in the game and does anyone need help? It looks like Caleb, are you in? I forgot my password. Ah, okay. Your password. <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, it's, it's intensely it's stupid. Ass. Exactly. <laughs> Triple A's. Um, let me PM you that, but it's really stupid. Um, hopefully that works. Sweet. Oh shit. I should have known that was that. It's, it's the, that's the, it's the pattern I use for everyone. Um, it's also the same as my pin and it's the same as <laughs> <laughs> my Vanguard password. Um, okay. Uh, but otherwise, okay. looks like everybody's in now. Cool. Um, did anyone want to try a recap? It's Please. been a while. I have no idea what's happening. Caleb, go do a recap because you weren't <laughs> here last time and it's been two months. <laughs> I have one sentence wrote, written down. Followed okay. part of eight corpses to the shore. Barbarians put on spikes as message. Sexy. <laughs> All right. Anybody I, else want to? I can get us until the last 45 minutes of the last <laughs> session because that's where my listening time came to an end. So cool. All right. Why don't you get it started and then we'll let uh, Caleb take up the reins. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Um, so we uh, started in media res, um, having yeah. just arrived at Loban um, as a a group of people had been executed uh, by the um, I it was Castle that led the execution, correct? Yeah, Sir Cathal, the leader Sir of Cathal, Loban. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was up on so the gallows. He executes these people. Um, they get taken down. Uh, they get loaded in this dingy cart with a poorly maintained dunk Um and we and Sir Castle heads off to the keep, and these people head off. So I wisely suggest that we split the party. Uh, and the people that followed the cart followed it down to the river. And the guys in the cart take the bodies off. They arrange them on spikes, and then they uh, there's a big pile of wood behind them, and they ignite the wood to effectively creating a display that the barbarians can see and in theory suddenly become intimidated by the power of Loban. Um, and the players that follow the cart interact with those uh, people and they ultimately learn that um, they, some citizens of Loban had been sent across the river to stake claim to, you know, lush new territory to expand the, the power and glory of Loban. And then apparently the barbarians showed up, killed all of them, and piled them in a heap by the river. So that was that. And uh, uh, those of us that stayed in town, which would include uh, and Bardolf, and I thought we had mm -hmm. a third with us, but now I can't remember. Uh, we made our way to the uh, Weldon. keep. Caleb stuck with Weldon. Him. Yes, that's right. Um, and we saw a encounter between Sir Castle um, and uh, one of the prominent members of the town. I think he's the mm -hmm. Reeve, and it's like Everard. 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 Mm -hmm. Evan Rude. Um, 
and <laughs> he was chastising because there, I believe he was chastising things weren't getting done. I may be confusing this with the, I'm confusing this with the beginning of the game. So, um, Sir Castle is drunk. So I make my introduction realize this is, could go poorly. So I graciously let him off the hook with the, you know, it's been a busy day. We've just arrived. Maybe we should all just reconvene in the morning. And I can formally hand you this letter from the sheriff asking for a update. Eisenbart, uh, uh, wandered around the castle or the keep and did some stuff and we left I was going to try to find Everard and talk to him I may actually have done that and I don't remember what he told me and that's yeah. where I stopped listening cool uh, that is all very accurate and then yes you caught up with Everard at something called the Amberin Warrior Inn which is the one inn in town mm-hmm. and uh, I remember um Everybody sort of met up back there. Volunteer uh, headed over to the bar in the left room and sort of chatted with the bartender. And he got sort of this understanding that the the town, it's a small town, and they've lost a lot of re- people recently, upwards of maybe around 20. So out of a town of like 100, that's actually, you know, that's a huge blow. Um, some of the people that have been lost, one was the, uh, and Blair, when you said, a, I think you said a farrier, that's somebody who makes horseshoes, right? Um, I thought somebody said Eric. it was a farrier or an ostler. I forget. I said one. Farriers does horseshoes. Uh, oh, okay. I said farrier. You had said yeah. ostler. And so I think farrier is correct that. of the person who makes horseshoes. So that was some. That was part of you know something that came up in your march to the river. Um, and then in the center room, yeah, uh, Eamon engaged with Everard, who he sort of Eamon sort of cornered him a little bit and said, you know, is Sir Cathal the right guy for this job? And Everard kind of went, oh man, okay. You know, gun to my head. Not really. Like recently, you know, he's like, overall, he's always sort of managed the town of Loban, but I don't know if he can lead the town of Loban. And, you know, he also went into a little bit about how Loban's main sort of function, besides being this endpoint of the Kaldor kingdom on the road to Orbal, it has two mines. And so mining is sort of this town's, the reason why it popped up in the first place. And so, um, that the, everything's not going well, you know, like the, the mine, the reason why I mentioned the mines is that like, it, it sort of reinforces the idea that Sir Cathal just has to manage things. He doesn't, you know, the mines are really the important thing here, not Sir Cathal, you know, it's not, the farms it's you know you just have to keep everything running smoothly so the mind can do what it wants to do and um yeah and so we left the evening it was late in the evening and um very late in the evening say you know 11 pushing on midnight and eisenbart decided he was gonna sort of reconnoiter the town a little bit and uh volunteer mentioned he was gonna go check on the animals uh, Eisenbart, you know, and Volunteer, they sort of left by different doors. Eisenbart sort of slipped into the night without being seen. And uh, Eisenbart went to the the uh, stables, and uh, that's where we are going to pick it up. Uh, it's very late at night. And we'll start with Volunteer, if that's okay. Um, so Volunteer, you are outside. You're sort of, I, I remember you said you're sort of like 
tending to the animals, like trying to, you know, improve, you know, the things that they have going for them, you know, in this, in the stables outside of the inn. Um, and I'm going to activate this map for a second. And hopefully you all have pieces on here. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Um, let me know when you all pop up on there. I'm on there. Ready. Okay. And, and uh, everybody right. can see, right? Okay. Uh, we just lost Duck from the recording, so we'll save him for a minute. So, Volunteer, you head outside, and you are attending to the animals, and you can sort of see, I, I sort of described it poorly last time. I made it seem like the river was further away than it was here, as it's shown in this map. And so, what you do is, as you're, you know, the rain has sort of stopped, and it's sort of like a cool wind has sort of taken its place. And it's actually really pleasant to be outside. And um, I'm going to really quickly, again, I'm going to turn on some music, but you can always turn it off or turn it down. So yeah, you, you come outside and what you do is you see, part of the reason why I was going to play some music is you sort of hear singing. And it's sort of singing being carried by this wind. And it's coming from down by the river you know in the in the tree line across the river and a van what's that in a van down by <laughs> exactly yeah um and so you sort of like turn and you know you can go down the hill and you can see the river and you start to see in the trees across the river like single points of light like torches um there's probably like seven or eight torches in the tree line and uh, you can't see anything else besides the, you know, these single points of light. Um, and you sort of hear like what sounds like, you know, barbarian singing and what it, it's not like very pretty singing. It's very grief uh, burdened singing. So sort of the way you would sing, you know, um, a song at a, at a, a funeral, you know, everybody's, you know, barely hitting the notes. And then every once in a while, you hear somebody scream, um, just scream words you don't understand, uh, unless somebody speaks Tyeldic or whatever the language is. And I don't think that's the case. Um, so that's what you're seeing. I, I don't know if there's something you want to do or something you want to respond with. Um, I am going to sort of try to get closer to the river, but I, and, um, would they be able to see me across the river? Um, I would say... I don't know exactly what the light is like. It depends on how close you get to the giant bonfire that's sort of silhouetting the corpses on pikes. If you sort of stay away from that light source, you could probably stay pretty obscured. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to like get a better look, but um, you know, m make a point of not... like trying not to be seen. Right. I'm hearing you're gonna take them all on yourself. Um, <laughs> no, well, so yeah, ambush them though, right? <laughs> exactly. I get a first round sneak attack. Um, so yeah, so you you get down sort of to the river's edge a little bit. You know, you sort of, you know, stay in in, in the shadows, and um, yeah, you can sort of see. Maybe there's. You can sort of see shapes on the other side. Maybe like a dozen people. Uh, you know, like men, women, and children. Um, but but there's not many people. And, um, you know, some are comforting each other. 
Um, again, some are like enraged. Uh, some are just motionless and sort of stunned. Uh, but they're all on the other side of the river and they're all just, you would guess, fixated on the display. Uh, the bodies on the pikes in front of the bonfire, which isn't roar, roaring like it was initially, but it's it's still burning bright enough to to make its point. Mm-hmm. Well, so are they? As long as they are not sort of um, acting in a way that could be threatening, like you know about you know as long as they're not like getting in boats to come across the river, kind of thing. Right. Then, you know, I'm just going to observe them to, you know, see what I can say to if anything else happens. Okay. They definitely don't seem to be um, doing anything besides sort of watching and, you know, doing what sounds like, you know, singing prayers, things like that, raging screams. But they're not doing anything, uh, anything in particular beyond that. And we materialize the like. I'm assuming they're sad about their dead, and we and this place materialized those guys being dead. Uh, sorry, what was that? Where did the spiked bodies come from again? Was that? Oh yeah, yeah, that was the town of Loban. So what they did, um, as Rex was mentioning, um, the the main mission that was given to Sir Cathal was, hey, for the king, let's expand our borders. I want to do something for my father. Sir Cathal took that and said, hey, why don't you guys go across the river and just put down some roots and maybe I don't we haven't seen anybody over there in a while a week later all those people are slaughtered and dumped on the shore on the Loban side of the shore they sort of hey you know we're just going to give these back to you and then Sir Cathal maybe responding you know ragefully he gathered up whatever you know guards he could afford and he conscripted some people in town and put up a like a party and they went out and got about eight people I think that's why I said got hung but they lost a bunch of people as well so not only did they lose the families that they sent over to sort of homestead act it they lost about another ten people trying to capture prisoners for retribution gotcha good old fashioned uh, border crisis situation on our hands okay got it yeah yeah um, it's US Canada all over again <laughs> 54 40 or fight baby um, so yeah so that's so Blair that's what you um that's what you see. They're they're not aggressively moving towards the town. They're just sort of taking it in. Okay. Well, uh, I think okay. I would just be, you know, I, I'm just gonna like hang out and watch them because, you know, um, part of me is just concerned that it might turn into something else. You know, that there might be like more that show up and they're gonna like do a raid or something like that. So I'm gonna be keeping an eye on them and ready to run back into town if necessary. Okay, cool. Uh, so with that, um, if are we able to jump to Duck? I see he's muted, but I don't know. I'm here. Oh, you're here. Just okay, in cool. case my fan bugs people, I mute. Oh, uh, don't and worry. I, I often can... say things with, with that with, uh, when I forget to unmute, but I okay. remembered this time. <laughs> and um, yeah, don't worry about your fan. I can always... I, I go through and I can take out things like that. It doesn't um, look like it's showing up. Maybe when I talk, you can hear it. I don't know. No, I don't. I think whatever gate you have going on. But okay. yeah, I, I cut out, you know, a lot of coughs, yeah. a lot of masturbating. 
Um, I make sure none of that gets into the... (laughs) (laughs) That I might leave. (laughs) Um, Please do. (laughs) Yeah. I'll never leave my brain, though. It's going to be there forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dave. (laughs) All right. Um, So now we're on to Eisenbart. You've slipped off into the night. Mm -hmm. And uh, sort of what do you... So I'm trying to remember, did I, I didn't find, I mean, I remember I went up inside that multi-story structure and Correct. found some storage shit. I didn't really find anything super useful from what I remember, right? The only thing you found was some rooms that had like unmade beds and some personal items that had been left behind. Um, I can tell you that um, it may be, I, I didn't say this at the time, but let's just say it may mm. be implied that whoever was in there had left in a hurry. Okay. So. Um, and given the kind of like, did they look like nicer appointed rooms? Like these might have been higher social standing people, or no, uh, it was no. definitely like a couple people to a room just flop and you know drop your shit, and it's it's a bed and not much else. Yeah, but this is in the keep. So do I have any sense of like, would these be like soldiers or like? Uh, well, or I don't have any idea. Let's. Just- for no reason whatsoever let's, let's roll make something. a roll sure yeah let's um i forget what the it's been so long and i'm so I'm uh, there, um, not awareness is there some kind of uh that's communication do you want to try intrigue i mean it's sort of sure i don't know if it yeah quite i'm pretty fits. good at intrigue let's do it i'm yeah. with duck too right sorry what's that i'm with duck I, we we went and I went off by myself, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we can get together. To... Come okay. in, you know, we met up at the bar, and then I left kind of... Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Let's see. Can I click on this? Click so here. if you click on the word intrigue, hopefully it brings up a dialogue box. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay, got it. Here it comes. Oh, my God. Oh, good no. roll. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I was so... looking up at Eamon's roll. Oh, oh. Um. Yeah, so what you sort of... All these Intuit. fucking systems. In another system, 2-2 two, two would be great, right? But this one has right. to be 2-5, right? has to be 2-5 or 2-0. Yeah. yeah. I actually, that's I got to say, I love the idea of the double. Yeah. Being, yeah. Um, that's such a clean. I mean, it's a little more, I guess you get more density with the 2-5 and the 2-0, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot that's of fun systems enter. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So what you sort of put together is that maybe... The if you very if you remember from the very first session, as you were coming into Loban, there were people flying the heraldry symbols of the house Dariun leaving town. And you maybe put together that maybe that's where these people are crashing. Okay. Alright. So this may have been like their retainers or something like that leaving in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing was that when you were talking to Sir Cathal the first time, there was a newly gifted crest to hang on the wall, but it wasn't Dariun. It was a different house that's affiliated with Dariun, and it is... Pete Bog or something like that. Yeah, it is... Pierstall. Pierstall. Pete Bog, Pierstall. Same difference. So, uh, Dariun, like, like, what do I know about... Like, was Darion a power in this part, or were they passing through, or is this You're a not, shift? Not sure. The, the idea is that they don't really have any reason to be out this far. This is very clearly uh, 
uh, Olakan's little area. Um, Dariun is a family that's always been very supportive of the king. The king is very old and very sick. He won't name his bastard son as a successor, and his bastard uh-huh. son, the head of Olakan, doesn't know why. Uh, Dariun technically has claims to the throne. Gotcha. Um, but they've always sort of sat back because they've always been supportive of uh, the current the royal family. Right. Yeah. But, you know, he's not going to last forever. So what's Pierstol's <laughs> angle? So Pierstol is sort of like a, a, a subgroup of Dariun. And the thing you know is that they have, um, and I was looking this up earlier, one of their main keeps, and I might have this. Let me see if I have this here. Let me show you. Um, one of the main keeps that they have is, uh, did that pop up? Uh, Caldor yep. sub-infugiation. Yep. So if you look yep. along the blue track, you see Peristol, um, and then you see T-O-N-O-T, Tonot. So that's the keep that Peristol is sort of headquartered out of. Peristol and Tonot, if, let me see if I can find... I've got so much goddamn crap. Let me see this. Nope, that's not it. Let me see this. Um, so they're like Dariun vassals, but maybe... I mean, would it be weird for Darion to leave and Pierstol to be sh- show up on their wall if they're, you know, if they were allied? What doesn't make a lot of sense, right? It would be a little weird, and I'm trying to see. I I have maps, and I'm trying to see where their stuff is, and I'm not figuring it out. But, um, but yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you this, and I'm not going to be able to have it be perfect. But let me know when you guys are on that map. And if you can see, Is it like the tree thingy. No, this is the handout. Let me see. Uh, I see some. I see yeah, I see it. Okay, so it's you can like see like perfect. there's Olakand. Loban mm-hmm. is up here. Right. Tonot or Tonot or however you say it, I think is somewhere over. He- uh, come on, ping. God damn it. There, it's somewhere up there. Okay. So it's it's not far. But it's not, you know, it's it's, it's pretty and that close. That Tonot to... is the Pierstol keep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And where's Dariun? Kind of. They had a bunch of keeps. They had like three or four. Right? Yes. Let me. Um. I'd have to bring that back up, and I don't know. It's uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. art is the problem that you don't have the the most zoomed in, like you don't have the correct atlas map of Tonot, or Tonot actually isn't on any map. No, it, my fear is that it is actually, um, I have Harnworld up here. My fear is that it's actually, the town is called something else. Um, oh no, no, it's, it's a, it's on the Kaldor, you know, list of cities you can be from. So maybe I don't have the exact right one. Um, but I know it was north of Olakand. Maybe it was north of Tashal, which is to the Southeast. And so maybe it's, so maybe that, maybe it's, it would be the next one to the upper right. And I just don't have it, but. It's in the, it's in the ballpark. Uh, it's close, um, but because you know, Duck, you sort of know all of this as we said in the last session, quote unquote, you know, from your journeys. Right. Uh, you might not know the exact relationship, or you know. Okay, but I do that. find it a little weird that Pierstall the, and then it looks yes. like maybe Darien left in a hurry, but the new banner of Pierstall is up, so something qu- doesn't quite. Something's gel. a little weird with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. So where all do right, you? Yeah, so, I mean, my, I think, if I remember correctly, my intent was just to kind of, kind of sneak around the town and, you know, see if I could, 
I'm really trying to see is anyone doing anything that they don't want someone to see, you know, especially soldier types or, um, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll kind of sneak out of the bar and then maybe I'll, um, try and blend in with like, look like a local person. Um, I don't know if that, if I have the right clothes on for that or if I need to do something, but, and I, I just want to walk around and, you know, and at some point I'll probably, if I see something suspicious, um, I will try and like get out of sight and observe. So, I mean, and if I, you know, I, I if I, I don't know if I'm going to see the stuff going down by the river or not. Um, and where, where is the bar? What number is the bar? Everybody's very quiet. Did I drop off? No, you're still here. Nope. Uh, sorry, I might have been muted. I don't know how oh, long. Okay. It... Yeah. Did you hear me hear... talking about no. Tonot and the maps and? Yes, 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 yes. I asked okay. you which number was the bar. Right, Where but well, I was. Um, so you're you come out of okay. the yeah sixteen. Well, yeah, but we I was to, we were here, right? And then we I went to here. this map. And did you hear me talking about the regional map at all, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. That. Okay, cool. But I'm talking cool. about. I'm walking around the town, right? Yeah, I just want to make sure when I muted myself and. Yeah, no, we heard the you talking about where Darion and and okay, cool. Spell were. We we heard all that. Um, oh, thank God! All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it did, was I was did asking. Did you guys hear my immersion shattering? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, all right, still okay. immersed. So, Good. so yeah, I, I guess, uh, and I still think the keep is the center of it all. So I might kind of start walking like out this way, and then my question was a couple things like. Would I have noticed the stuff going down by the river or not? Um, let's say yes. It's hard to miss, hard to miss just it. because it's so dark and it's it's weird singing and uh, you see the points of light. Yeah, and you know what I'd actually do? Um, trying not to like let myself be influenced by the fact that I know another party member is watching because mm -hmm. Eisenbart wouldn't right. actually know that. But I right. would probably like... I might kind of slowly make my way in that direction, but my goal is to kind of watch the reactions of the of the villagers and then any soldiers or anything to this spectacle. Like, oh, the right. you know those people across the river are doing it again, or this scares me, or wow, this is new and a surprise. Like, can I get a sense of right that? Um, two things, uh, because you you probably know how to do this better than I can. Are you able to send me a secret role for awareness is it awareness um is there a way to send blind it to the gm, GM role yeah yeah that's what i'm looking for let me do that and see if this works there you go all right okay cool um so here's what you see so you sort of see you know because we know that um Volunteer sort of went down towards the river you're sort of staying back in town mm -hmm. and you start to see some people like you know, sort of light candles and make their way to their doors. And their reactions are of terror. Um, mm. Like this is awakening, like, you know, the monster under your bed. Um, and so like children are cowering and, you know, like mothers and fathers sort of take them and, you know, hold them closer. But what you also start to see, and this is sort of where everybody sort of focus on that. And you think you see a shadow sort of moving very quickly. Um, say, you know, in this general area and it's heading north up the map. And then, uh, you know, the shadow sort of catches out of the corner of the eye and then 
sort of draws your attention. So the shadow's basically gone by the time you're actually looking. But you start to see, like, this man. Everyone's sort of looking down at the river, but there's this one man um, who's looking north, and he seems to have this vacant expression on his face. Where is Um, he standing? Let's say he's around here. Hopefully that's not actually an important house, but... He's sort of looking down, but like his family's looking at the river, but he's is he kind looking... of looking where the shadow went? Yes. Yeah. Mm. And he's just sort of looking, but he's not like looking. Oh, my God. What was that? Or I'm looking curious. He's just blank. Weird. Um, And so, you know, some people start to make their way, you know, out of their houses. Some, you know, close their doors and worry. And I completely lost the shadow. I can't see it anymore. Yeah, that one's gone. The guy starts to walk up this road. I'm going to follow him. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he walks up that road, and again, it's not like... It's, it's just, again, it's very vacant. It's very... Um, it's very mechanical. It's not with purpose. It's not mm-hmm. uh, like an easygoing hands-in-pocket. It's just just walking um, in a very mechanical way. And he keeps mm-hmm. walking up, and he's sort of... You can sort of get the idea he's heading towards these trees. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, um, you know, I'll stay fairly, you know, maybe 50, 100 feet behind him. Like, it's okay. dark, right? So, and, you know, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to let my eyes adjust and I won't have any light. So, just okay. trying, I don't know if, what the moon is doing, but hopefully there's enough ambient light I can see where I'm going. Yeah. And what we'll do is, just so I have one on record, if you don't mind me sending a blind roll of stealth. I can do that. And I think still set up to go so there you go cool okay um and also make sure you put a star next to stealth and uh was intrigue, intrigue and awareness yeah and, and blair did you roll any dice did i have you roll any dice i don't know if i did and i should have figured out a way to do that no you don't have me okay i should have come up with something all right um so yeah so you okay so i sort of have one in my pocket just so i get a general sense of what's going on um yeah the the gentleman just keeps walking and um doesn't seem to notice his surroundings at all he's just sort of dead stare straight ahead and he's heading towards those trees okay i'll you know i i mean yeah i'm gonna keep following him okay so, you know, given enough time, we'll just sort of compress it a little bit. Mm-hmm. He makes his way um, sort of north out of town. And I'm just going to quickly switch to this map. Um, and uh, let me see when everybody's there. I Hopefully can you it. can see. Um, so yeah. he, I don't know if he, he's going to sort of go north. I know, I can't see that. The, this is the only, I can see the hex we're in. Okay, so let me see if I can... If you move us up there... We might will that us. do it? Nope, it disappears. It's... Okay, so I gotta... Yeah, I gotta do that special... Um... Yeah, there was, there was a message that said you don't have a token with vision. I think okay. that's just you, Blair. Because... Uh, there, are, okay. There yeah, I see some woods. Okay, so I know you, uh, you got that message, and I think we got that... Le- are you able to see, though? Or not at all? I can now see like two hexes to the north and the northeast. Now. Okay. 
Cool. Okay. Now the surrounding six. All right. So you get that message, but at least I know that you can see what you need to see. Um, so yeah. So basically he's in the grand scheme of things, he wanders off into the woods to the north. Yeah. I want to keep following. Okay. Um, You keep asking me like I'm not supposed to, but I'm just too curious to need any warnings. Yeah, so he um, heads out into the woods and, you know, again, like sort of dead to all of his surroundings, just sort of, um, you know what, give me an awareness check. It doesn't have to be blind. You can, you know, roll it and see what it is. All right. Uh, I got to switch this off of blind to public. Let me see how you do that. Oh, there you go. It's just on the in the chat window. Yeah, the drop down. Yeah. Yep. That's a good roll. Yeah. Um, it's marginal. Uh, you you get the sense that he's sort of in a trance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of explains his sort of dead stare ahead. Right. And when you get out into the woods, um, you sort of hear this. Okay, this is going to end up being somebody's ringtone or some kind of mm-hmm. ASMR moneymaker, but you sort of hear, oh, oh, oh. and it's, I, it, it's sort your, of, it's, your auto ejaculate uh, screen will take that <laughs> out, so be careful. Oh yeah, maybe it was too low. I, I need to, do, I'm going to do it louder. Um, <laughs> exactly. Oh God. <laughs> um, Hold on, can I let my NSA agent know that that wasn't me? That was mm-hmm. <laughs> my NSA um, agent already knows. <laughs> and so as you, as you, you sort of hear that and then it just suddenly stops uh, like in mid, uh, it just stops and everything becomes dead. Still, the person has stopped moving. Whatever that noise was has stopped. And now all you can hear is sort of the, the, the wind after the rain that's come through and it's blowing through the, the canopy of the trees. And I can't see him at this point. It's the, the trees are too. You ju- you can see the person, but there was something else and you, you don't see whatever that and what's the been. person doing. Is he still walking or is he stopped? No, he just has stopped dead still. And where did this sound come from? Like near him or uh, let's say the sound came maybe like a hundred feet further into the woods. Like he was actually, the guy was actually heading toward it. Um, and then when it stopped. just suddenly cut off, and then as soon as it cut off, the guy just stopped dead, but is still entranced. Uh, I'm going to go around him and uh, very carefully work my way toward where I heard that sound. Okay. Um, as you start to move, you hear this extremely, like, like something taking off at high speed that you can't quite see. Get to the chopper! <laughs> exactly. And it's it's quite it seems it sounds quite fast. Um mm-hmm. and it and actually maybe quite big. It's sort of despite its size though. It's like a turkey. Away. Have you ever heard a turkey taking off? <laughs> I may have actually. Yeah. And and it's it. like a fucking helicopter. <laughs> um so that takes off and so after about you know, you hear it sort of fade off into the distance. And all of a sudden the gentleman behind you goes, Where am I? And hopefully I'm out of his sight at the moment. Yeah, we can make it so that he doesn't see you. And he's sort of like very startled. He doesn't understand what he's doing in the woods. Mm-hmm. And um, he, 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 I'm gonna, he shivers. I'm going to stop and freeze and uh, wait until he leaves. Okay. And then Give I me... want to go. Uh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, give me, it doesn't have to be blind. Give me, it's going to be a, um, his awareness versus your stealth. We're going to do a, uh, an opposed roll. roll. A opposed roll. Um, and I'm going to, because I didn't quite set this up quite right. Just do, what'd you get? A 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this going to, oh, there you go. It might be rolling too much. Let me try that again. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So he, d- he doesn't see you. He seems unaware of you. Yeah, I'll wait till he leaves. And then I want to go like to where I heard all these sounds and just kind of like, I mean, I'm no woodsman, you know, I'm a city boy, but right. You know, can I see like, is there a campfire? Is there like, you know, broken grass or twigs or like, is there? Sure. Let's say that there was, um, here's what we'll do. You don't have like the regular skills, but if you give me an awareness skill at like minus 30, Okay. I'll give you a shot at least to. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. I don't think you have any kind of help. like. You outdoor... want me to put a minus 30 in the modifier? Yeah, please. Okay. Long shot. That's going to do it. That. Very good. Yeah, nice. so you see, you definitely see some broken branches and you see like some rather large footprints. And the mm. footprints look like, I don't want to say they're human they're quite large but they're of that shape but maybe are giants a thing in this world um there so let me put it this way this is a relatively low magic but there are creatures out there of you know fantastic i mean bigfoot exists in our world so i mean i guess it would make sense (laughs) right um and since this is our world uh Oh, this, this is the buff table. There's like a couple like weirdo creatures that exist in Harn. Yeah, but I, mean, I guess would Eisenbart like would they be? They're probably still myth. You know, he probably has never seen mm-hmm. ones. Right. All right. Uh, I will make note of all this uh, and head back. Okay. Cool. Um, so you head back into town. I will now activate this, and so that covers the people that went outside that I knew about. Now. Caleb, you weren't here, so is there something that Weldon would have done late in the evening on his own? And I'll give everybody a chance to you know, tell me if they want to do something as well. I know, I think, Rex, you said you were working on mapping in your room, like some cartography. Right, and I was also working on um, different versions of my report back to the sheriff, just kind of depending yes, on... Yes how I perceive things are going. So it never hurts to have drafts ready, you know? Okay. Um, I guess cartography would be a drawing skill. I'm looking, cause I, I assume that's why you pumped points into it. Um, uh, I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Would you so like why don't you roll? Yeah. Just give me a roll. Cause it's something you're working on. So yeah. Ooh. All right, let's go. I want to make sure everybody here. gets to roll stuff so they can. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think it is? Yeah, if we think it's drawing. That's probably yeah. correct. Or... All right, I'll go with drawing. Cool. Uh, and any modifiers? Uh, No. 
Nice. Yeah. So, you know, tell, you know, if you will just say you had a good night working on cartography, but if there's something you'd like to elaborate on, you know, as you're up in the room or, you know, we can add some color to it. Um, no, I just, uh, what I've decided to do is start with a, since I haven't really gone to the river yet and looked to the side, I've decided to make sure that there's a, accurate map of the actual town you know like the um can't remember what the term would be the actual medieval term the the uh confines of that which is known as the town as opposed to things that might be property of other landowners outside the town so um under a theory that it you know can't hurt to show the sheriff. Oh, look, now you know exactly what's in the town of Logan in case the okay. tax receipts don't add up. So, right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So again, if you just make sure you click that little star next to your, there you go. Got um, it. okay. And was there anything else you wanted to do during the evening or does that sort of cover what you were up to? No, I think I'm going to just be thinking carefully about how I'm going to approach, uh, the meeting in the morning. Um, okay. And then, uh, let's see, Pete and or Caleb, what are you guys up to in this evening? Is it, I just crashed or I'm drunk in a hay bale or there's something specific you wanted to do? Is there a peony church here? Uh, okay. So I think I'm going to have to check my nose. I think number three is a chapel of some kind. Let me just double check. Um, because I, let me, oh, let me just turn on that because then I can just click on that. Uh, yes, that number three is the Chapel to Peony. I am there. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you go there, and um, so we'll, we'll hold, put a pin in that. And just Pete, what do, what do you do in the evening? Do, is there something you want to do, or were you sort of? Yeah, I'm singing in my room hmm. before I go to bed. Nice. <laughs> Did you just roll singing or something? Yeah. And I nice. woke up like the whole floor <laughs> with a caterwauling that you can't yeah. imagine. Sounds like, oh, there's going to be blood everywhere. Oh, oh, it's just singing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mark that skill down though. It's, I, I just want people to come up with reasons to roll skills. Um, cool. You right, have to so succeed, you... right? With skills? No, no, no. Any, any roll uh, oh. checks that little star. Um, I just, yeah, I want to do it that way just to encourage people. Like if they can think of a reason to use a skill. Uh, think of it as the free market um, skill incentives. Uh, so let me see. So what we'll do is, if I can find it, because I have this as a giant mess. Uh, generic. Back Wait, I'm gonna un I'm gonna unclick it because it kind of sounds like affirmative action for skills. And I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, no, because everybody. Um, oh, oh, okay. Everybody gets that. Everybody gets okay. that. It's it's skill stimulus. Exactly. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Uh, so let me see. Um, let me just see something really quickly. Uh, yeah. So you, you make your way to the chapel. Um, hopefully that popped up for everybody. Um, and uh, yeah. What do you do there? I think I see what kind of state it's in compared to like where we're just from. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So overall, like the, a router's um, routine. Yeah. The the. Let me see if I can do this. Why is it not doing it? Um. I'm gonna pause this just briefly, and then I'm gonna. I thought this would come up automatically, but it did not. Okay. So yeah, you show up to the chapel and um let me need to double click this just so i have it open um and so you make your way in and the chapel you know it's it's not a a nicer chapel it's you know it's a little it's rustic um and you see you know sort of it's since it's proximity to the river you see that there's a sort of a a man a, a friar sort of dressed at the you know, outside the building, holding a small candle and looking down towards the river. And he, he doesn't seem to really notice you, you know, coming in. He's sort of, you know, it's hard to look away from what's going on across the river. I'm trying to get it. I like, I'll like, like, is it okay to come in? Yeah, and so then he finally sort of says, "Oh, oh, son, yes, of course, of course, please." And uh, yeah, he he invites you in, and uh, he says, "You know, I'm I'm Friar uh, Charles, and um, you know, this is my humble my humble ch- humble chapel to Peony, and um, you know, please, whatever I can offer, whatever comfort or services you might need, you're welcome here. Um, I don't have much, but you know, people are always welcome." And I'll, I'll basically do my like common routine, which is just like, can I sleep here? I will keep the rats out. And uh, he says, of course, yes, you know, you're welcome to sleep here regardless. But if you'd like to, you know, provide that service, um, that would be that would be, you know, much appreciated. Um, and what I'd like you to do is. Is that a skill is being like a rat a, the ratter thing a skill and i think it's something there's animal craft rat rat craft, craft. yeah give me a rat craft roll all right i need to actually while you do that any modifiers or anything uh no no let's just make it a straight roll rat craft marginal failure okay so you don't find any rats in your efforts but you do still make the effort and now i need to actually uh, bust out my Harnmaster religion book, nice. which I did not have to do. Yeah, you know, nobody was a priest or sort of like a mage. So like a couple of um, what I'm looking up is you've just done sort of a pious act for the church. Mm. So now there is a way to gain some piety points. And I just want to make sure. Let's see. Just like in real life. Exactly. Um. So what is that percentage then? Okay, the first number in the square bracket. Okay, so give me a roll. You're trying to get below a 90%. Yeah, and this is just in, in, too big to fail. Yeah. A good old D100. Yep, D100, yeah. Bloop. Ooh. And that's a... That's a crit. Critical. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to roll 
supposed to let me see we'll make it a, a 1d10 roll 1d10 okay um so what i want you to do is we're going to double that because it was a critical so if you click on if you look on your character sheet under the skills at the very bottom there's the peony ritual skill Got oh, it. i see that okay and if you go all the way to the right there's the little pencil in the box that says edit skill go there okay okay and then you have 10 piety points um uh, make uh turn that into 14. Now, piety points, uh, I think I might have mentioned this last time, like, you know, we all, you know, play some Mithras because um, I'm a Mithras whore, and that has luck points. Piety points are a sort of version of that. You can, if you have a moment to pray before a roll, you can apply up to 20 piety points as a bonus. But there is a chance that the god that you pray to is like, you know, dog. I'm not letting you do that. That this is a waste of time. Or it's like, sure, I'll grant it, but now there's going to be a cost. Um, or I just grant it outright. But so there's a little bit of something there if you pray to a god for help, and it can either backfire or it can, you know, work out or it can be sort of conditional. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so you gain some piety points. Um, and is there anything else you do, or you just then you know sleep through the night and that's your evening? Um. Was I aware of the whole skirmish stuff? Uh, the skirmish. Um, like, you know, I'll just chat to the friar about like the river people for a minute, just in case if I'm not, that'll get me up to speed with that. Or if he has anything to add. Yeah, he, you know, he mostly just says it was, you know, a tragedy of all the lost souls on both sides. And, um, but yeah, he gets you up to speed. He gets, you know, the idea that they sent people over and, you know, back and forth and dead bodies on river river banks um yeah so he he sort of catches you up whatever you might have missed from other conversation unless you i mean above the table do you need me to fill you in or this is sort of in character getting up to speed in character getting up to speed and then like okay cool. i'm trying to think if there's anything else i would ask him in regard okay i guess i gotta um, say is that the only big hubbub you're aware of um he he sort of you know says i mean that's been the main hubbub but there's been a lot of offshoot hubbubs um you know he's heard that you know there's some real issues starting to occur with the with the mines um some of the miners come into the church and you know they you know they don't mean to complain but they're like you know like uh you heard recently you know somebody died at one of the mines and um obviously you know that shook them up so yeah so that's uh that's what you hear okay. um all right so have we is there anything else anybody wanted to do in the evening before we jumped over to the next morning nope, I'm clear. okay cool uh yeah so i will now figure out how to do this advancing time thing on the calendar we will now make it uh We'll advance to say we'll make it early um, say 6 or 7 in the morning as the sun comes up it's the 4th day of Nolus which is the first month of summer uh, it's about 6 in the morning and uh, you all awaken and uh, what would you like to do? Mm. 
we could just, if there was meetings people wanted to just fast forward to, or if there's something people want to take care of. I know, like, Rex, you were planning on meeting with uh, Sir Cathal, and I didn't know if people wanted to be there or not be there. Right. Um, and so I guess probably um, I would expect that everyone in the group would meet uh, in the morning to break our fast. Um, and that would, in theory, give an opportunity for other characters to share information with Eamon that he's oblivious to at this point in time. Can we break so, our fast with a repast? <laughs> you could, in fact, do that. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> Eisenbart is not an early riser, so <laughs> everyone will be down there, you know, probably with their food in front of him when he comes he comes in and rubbing his eyes. It's like noon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nah, it's not that bad. I mean, yeah. you know, he got the memo at what time we're meeting. He's just fashionably late. <laughs> right. Nice. And of course, Eamon's, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, everyone understands, you know, how important this meeting is. And, <laughs> you know, some of you maybe don't have the experience I have. So, so he's doing a lot of Eamon-splaining to people um, nice and he doesn't he probably doesn't get that that might be generating some small amount of resentment um but you know this is like this is the show for Eamon like this is the kind of thing he's always wanted to do so he's right. he's pretty jacked up at this point in time um okay a lot um, of positive energy so nice at Falcon and listen to Eden go on uh, really quickly, uh, let me just see, uh, volunteer. Let me look at your character very quickly. You have weather lore, right? I believe you do. I think I do. Why don't you give me a weather lore roll and then put a star next to it. And let me see if I can find this other thing. Can I help him with that? I don't know if help him. Uh, I have no, give me a weather roll as well. Both of you guys give me, oh, it's right here. And then obviously both check it off. That's a little star uh, icon. Yeah, it's a little star. Just click it once to mark that you used it. And then, okay. So, um, you know, more Weldon than, than volunteer, but you sort of get the, the sense that, um, let's see what today's weather is going to be. Um, volunteer, if you can give me a D 20 roll, I'll just click the little D 20 icon at the bottom and, Okay, that's a six. Okay, so you get, you know, you sort of, after last night's rain, uh, you guys sort of get the sense that it's going to be, um, what is it, summer? Okay, it's going to be a, a cooler day. The, the rain seems to have stopped, but you get the idea that today's weather is going to be a little cool. Um, what I'm going to do is in the future, like, I don't know if you guys remember when you were traveling across the map because of the rain, I was sort of slowing you down a little bit. But I'm going to start doing something with weather lore. If you sort of know what, if you get sort of an idea of what's coming, you can sort of prep for it and it won't slow you down. Um, so, okay. So that's what we're at. It's, um, it's going to be a cooler day. It's right now partly cloudy. The rain clouds are sort of drifting away. And uh, yeah, so you've had breakfast. Everybody's filled in. Does anybody have any thoughts or responses? And actually real quickly, uh, Eisenbart, how much do you actually tell of your evening because you snuck out sort of on the sly uh you know i'm coming in 
a little sleep addled. Um, I mean, how much is um, how much is Eamon like going on? I guess like mm. you know, I can. I think Ivan part can be like he can have the most placid expression when Eamon is talking. <laughs> um, you know, but I mean, there is a cost. So, like, if Eamon's in full form when when he kind of stumbles down, um, and if we want to roll for this, I'm fine with that. But, like, he he would probably tell the group, like, you know, something. But if Eamon's, like, blathering on, he's just going to stay quiet. Okay. Uh, Just really as a side note. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm not blathering, but I am role-playing different <laughs> scenarios and and throwing some stuff out to make sure that everybody's got the talking points down, you know, because, you know, I, I, this meeting's probably going to go exactly the way Eamon wants, but he has opened the idea that if Sir Caffel starts asking questions, I need to make sure that everybody is on message, um, you know, and, and I'm reinforcing, you know, always, always a great answer is... I think you should ask Eamon about that. So if you're not sure, just <laughs> let's just stick with ask Eamon, and then I'll slide right yeah, in there. Yeah, doesn't say anything. Nice. Good times. All right. <laughs> um, and then you notice sort of what you he thought was... He mumbles something about Overton windows. It's down and starts eating <laughs> breakfast. Nice. Right. Good times. Um, and they offer you, you know, like, you know, it's a, a classic sort of in breakfast. There's egg sausage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's like some fresh you know, bread that still feels a little warm. And they've given you a choice of like jams and butters and blue cheese to spread on the bread. Um, so yeah. Um, that, uh, we need the Pee Wee Herman, uh, screaming cause you said the word we were not supposed to say. <laughs> um, okay. So, Ooh, we got dice rolls happening. I like that. So yeah, Pete, what so do you, what, I was, I, I was, uh, I rolled that to uh, to um, uh, review basically the you know the the buffet there, and you know I'm trying to uh, as people are eating, I'm just being annoying, you know, like oh I can see there's a there's a hint of fennel in those eggs, and mm. do you do you taste the cinnamon in in the blue cheese? <laughs> Hints of rosemary. Um, nice. All right. And make sure again, make sure you uh, mark that skill. Um, and and do you learn anything from it? Have you just realized that maybe blue cheese can be a breakfast condiment? I I did now. I did <laughs> now. Life changing, gentlemen. Al- along with pineapple. Oh yeah. god, damn it. Um. <laughs> Uh, Eamon is a little concerned that Bartram does not understand the importance of what we're discussing. <laughs> so nice. I'm trying to trying to draw his attention back in and asking him to repeat back our, our main three points that we're working <laughs> He's referring to the slides before exactly. we Exactly. Nice. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, so that is that um yeah is there anything you wanted to do or you want to just jump ahead i think it's maybe time to go talk to yeah Mr. Castle. okay and, and eisenberg's definitely coming along 
Okay, who else is coming and who else would like to not attend? I would probably find a way to not attend if possible. Not that I okay. would. Not, not that I'm like trying to be, I, I would still at least try to be like useful somehow, you know, but you know, if there was something else I could do other than the meeting, then I would definitely try to do something other than the meeting. I'm in the same hey, camp. Uh, look, no, I think it's great that people understand how they can support the team and not everybody's a seller, so that's perfect. You know, uh, I'm sure there's some stuff you guys can be doing back here, maybe working on some, um, you know, visual aids if there's a follow-up meeting, <laughs> you know, some posters or something like that. Uh, Maybe one of those, get one of those trifles. What I'll do is like come into the meeting and then wander off in like peasant boy fashion. Okay. And really quickly, I just to, I, so I know, Duck, did you ever tell everybody about your encounter? Did Rex sort of? Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> does uh, <laughs> Eamon take a breath at any point? I'm just wondering. <laughs> Um, roll for breath control. <laughs> <laughs> this should be an opposed roll. Let's figure this out. Yeah, no, let me, let me, I, I don't I, think so. I think I don't. I want to role play as he doesn't. He's just, you know, he, he's he's in the Zen. All right, I got to put up with this uh, bullshit. So you know, he finds his. You know, he he his cover is he's a tutor. So you know, there is nothing worse than the 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 blathering on of royal brats and this is just another flavor of blathering so mm. he he and but you know the one thing i think he's able to kind of like he's able to listen for key um you know, much like my online meeting skill in real life um, <laughs> i can listen to a meeting and be working on a hex map at the same time and feel and people will think i'm completely pay attention to the meeting where i'm actually like not so nice. like you know there's triggers and you know in um so he's, you know, he's capable of extracting the key information. It's the skill he's taught us. I'm going to make an awareness roll to see if I pick up on the fact that Isenbart is um, uh, quietly patronizing. Yeah. Can I make, can we make this opposed? I want to roll intrigue to uh, make it opposed. Yeah, would it be, yeah, or your intrigue word. versus his awareness. Yeah. Right. So we still just roll it, correct? Or is there some special yeah, yeah. thing to make? And it, uh, everybody else, so, give me an awareness, just so you can, because you're all at the table as this is happening. Everybody should get a chance. <laughs> <to this. laughs> so everybody, oh, make Eamon, sure. You... Eamon, tell me more. That's fascinating. Just fascinating. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yes. I know. I. I. You know. I'm kind of surprised this, actually that this plan you is a heartbreaking had... work of staggering genius. <laughs> right. All Are right. So, so uh, it's good to have you on the team, Isabard. So, oh yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, I'm taking so much away from this. I think I'm going to be a better person. I, I really, you know, I, I have to thank you. Hmm. Well, nice. well, you're welcome. <laughs> What's that thing about the uh, student teaching the teacher? Huh? How about that? <laughs> All right. So yeah, everybody, make sure if you haven't checked awareness, make sure you. Click that star once. Um, cool. So yeah. So so uh, somebody success uh, succeeded um, as they would say. Eisenbart succeeded, and Eamon uh, had a marginal failure. Right, and then Bartram and sort of Bartram catches on to what's going on between yeah 
Yeah. And and, uh, and actually, that kind of makes sense because kind of like what what Duck you're talking about, you know, like you know, used to the royals, you know, sort of babbling on. Well, you know, as a cook in a castle, so am I, right? But you know, I, I you kind of went one route, and I'm more of the, you know, okay, is there anything I can do for you? You know, but but I definitely caught, you know, what you were, what you were getting. I'll at. give you a wink. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. All right. Um, cool. Okay. So with that, so we, we know that a couple of people are not going to the meeting. Uh, Eisenbart and Eamon obviously definitely are. Um, Blair's definitely not. Pete, you landed on not, right? Well, that, well so, so then again with that, so I, I'm sort of just used to being sort of told what I'm supposed to do. And I, I don't think I've found, you know, sort of my voice yet in this, in this group. So, okay. you know, I, I look to, I look to Iman, uh, to, you know, kind of get a, you know, uh, well, do you, do you need me to go or do you want me to go? You know, um, don't know if you feel like you need muscle of some sort, you know, that's kind of, I guess why I'm there, just an extra bit of muscle on, on some level. So, or I could, if you're like, well, no, we don't, we don't need someone, you know, we don't need you, you know, I can stay here and, you know, hang out with Blair, I mean, uh, not Blair. Uh, uh, o- Olakon. Um. No, no. Uh, Bartram, I think I think it would be wonderful to have you there. You know, you you've uh, spent much time in the presence of the sheriff and his son, so you know how to act in these circumstances. Uh, who knows? You might have some insight to offer, just as. As long as you remember the three main talking points, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no problem, boss. Excellent. So. All right. Even okay. So- Jack, this is going to be oh. the best meeting ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, nice. Okay, so we will then then head over to the uh, Loban Manor, the same, you know. Uh, wart covered 15 year old is back at the gate he's like hello good to see you again <laughs> um and um and yeah so he's just sort of put you right in and uh yeah squire warner so eisenbart and eamon um game's pause but i'm gonna oops i'm gonna unpause it so if you want to make your way or i can drag you there um you want to make your way into uh, there's a door right around here that should let you get in. Hopefully, hopefully it's open. I guess, yeah. Um, there we cool. Go. Yeah, and let me. I gotta click on you. I gotta start turning off. No, I guess that line of sight is correct. Okay. Looks um, like you've got windows, weird windows, but you know whatever. Always. It might be from last time I was in here and stuff I saw too. Yeah, you walked around before, and I right. maybe I didn't line if up. It, all if it's if it's shadowed, right? It, that's what I remember of the layout. If there was someone there, I wouldn't be able to see them. Okay. Oh, shit. I forgot to left-click to release objects. I forgot to... I don't want to click it now because it might kick everybody out and restart everything. So how do you... How the hell do you... How do you unchoose yourself when you don't have that? You know what? Fuck it. Because I'm going to... Uh, I pick something else on the left-hand side, like the ruler. Oh, is that... Does that work? Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, yeah. I'll change that for next time uh yeah, yeah so you make your definitely something i don't know why that's not a default it's just weird but anyway 
yeah, that's the thing. It, it, I, I don't understand why it's not default. Um, and I think when I updated to the latest version, I, maybe it unchecked yeah, it or something. Yeah, reset it probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you, uh, yeah, so you make your way in. Um, yeah, so you want to get inside this building if you want to be a part of this meeting. And once you're in there, who's that Eamon? So I'll click on him because he's in the building. And so I can see, uh, maybe I can click these guys because they're already in there. So when you come in, you sort of see, um, you know, Sir Cathal from last night. Uh, he's sitting at the table eating his breakfast. Uh, his sort of main assistant, Doberry of Messina, who helped him into the room last night when he was too drunk to get up and do it himself. Um, he's sort of sitting there having some breakfast as well. And they, they're sort of in a mid-conversation. You can sort of tell that these guys are... It's not friends, but you know, like when, I don't know, like when I was like cleaning carpets in college, like the guy I worked with for eight hours a day, 40, 50 hours a week, wasn't my friend, but you just sort of get to talking and, uh, you sort of develop some kind of relationship, even though on some level you have literally nothing in common, but you know, you got to pass the time somehow. And, uh, so you sort of tell that's the conversation they're, they're having. It's sort of like this way to pass the time, uh, conversation. And so. Sir Cathal sort of nods when he sees you. Um, and that's when you notice right on your sort of heels, Everard steps in. And with him um, comes, I'm just going to use these generic, like sort of townsfolk counters, but he, he comes in with two other people and he sort of sits down at the table as well. And uh, he doesn't say anything, and the other two people don't say anything either. They just sort of nod at you, and they nod at Sir Cathal and, and um, his name, Doberry? God, Doberry. Yeah, Doberry. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, and they just sort of take their time, uh, to, uh, wait their turn, and they just sort of sit quietly. And uh, Sir Cathal's like, okay, so literally everyone is here. Um who's going to go first. And with that, you notice he pours himself a little, little ale to go with his breakfast. He's already getting started early in the morning. Um, and so, yeah. How did you guys proceed? Uh, so, um, before I proceed, just in a little bit of time, I've, I've, you know, seen him with Doberry, like just, do I get any gut sense on how intelligent he might actually be? Uh, apologies, Cathal or Doberry? Cathal. 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 Um, Cathal, it's hard to say because so far, basically, you've seen him in a murderous rage and drunk. Um, he, re- he really hasn't spoken much to you to get a clear sense. You, I will say you haven't been impressed. Um you know, maybe he, he's not the dumbest guy in the room, but you're not sitting there going like, man, this guy got his shit together. Um, mm-hmm. um so I'm going to push a little bit. So I'm going to, okay. you know, just, again, I want to thank you for agreeing to meet me. Uh, it appears that we've arrived just early enough to ensure a successful <laughs> conversation and I kind of make a slight nod towards his drink 
Um, right. So I just want to see how he's going to react to to that. Yeah, he sort of gives you that, like, okay, you got me kind of sort of half smile. Um, it's a little guilt-ridden, but he's like, hey, you know, if you're going to talk that loud, I'm going to need... I'm going to need a little more of this. And he takes a big gulp and you weren't actually talking that loud, but, right. um, uh, so I, I gesture with the letter from the sheriff. Um, Mm -hmm. would you care to read this or should I just summarize for you? And, uh, you, you can tell like, you know, the, the hair of the dog can't come quickly enough. So he just sort of like, you know, he's got his, you know, hand on his forehead and he's, you know, sort of squinting and, you know, trying to deal with the hangover. And he just sort of waves his hands and says, go ahead, read it, read it, read it. Whatever you're going to do, just do it. Right. Stop taunting me. Right. So, um, I paraphrase what's written. Um, but right. now I, I put a little more, edge on it than might actually uh, a few words choices have been changed um, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely presenting it in the tone of um, you know you're in the shit with the sheriff um, okay. and h- how you speak to me and how you react and the answers you provide may go a long way and towards the sheriff's decision about whether you'll remain in this post or not. Um, so it's, Ooh, okay. it's it, it, yeah, but when I wrote it originally for his son's signature and approval, you know, way back in Olicon, it was more flowery and, and, you know, friendly, you know, court right. banter. But now that I'm getting the sense that he's on edge and he's maybe not all with it, now I want to sweat him a little bit more. Um, and, okay. you know, like I said, uh, Eamon may be um, in his own mind deciding that, you know, forgiveness is easier to get than permission. So he may hmm. he, he may push the boundaries of what he was told to do a little bit. No? Okay. Uh, then what I want you to do is we're going to do an opposed rhetoric roll. Um, give yourself a plus 30 bonus because he's got a pounding headache and he's starting to make his way back to being drunk. And let's just see what happens. I'm not saying this is going to be like a, oh, you failed and then the meeting's over. It, but just to sort of right. shape how this goes. Sure. Um, Here it comes. Okay. Mm. Very nice. Um, so yeah, you get your mar- marginal success. He has his marginal failure. So you're going to have sort of command of this this discussion um mm-hmm. and so he sort of looks at you and the the, the part where you like he defensively says like well I, I don't really know if i ever really wanted this post to begin with i took it out of duty to the king and to his son and his lineage and you know he's getting defensive um and uh it's, he's still sort of knocked down a little bit by his condition but um, it's definitely that point definitely landed um, hit home a little bit uh, so yeah how, how do you do you build from that do you give him a second to you know sort of fumble around for a little bit or 
No, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on that. So when when okay. he does the I didn't really want it. Um, I I kind of make a comment that you know, you know from all appearances and from everything we've heard, <laughs> it's clear that you have not taken this posting seriously and or you've demonstrated an inability to do that which the king and the sheriff need you to do. And with that, he sort of pounds his hand on the table and uh, he's like, listen, you little child, you don't tell me about duty. He, he sort of goes out like, you know, like, yeah, you can criticize how I'm, I'm handling the duty, but if you don't think that I would give my life to the duty and to the king, you know, you clearly don't know me. And then he sort of goes into the things like, you know, I've been, you know, a presence in this current King's court. I've been the champion of the, uh, and I'm going to blank that summer festival that they were sending out the mm-hmm. invitations to at the very beginning. Like I, you know, I've won that, I've won that, uh, that tournament, the chivalry tournament of chivalry, you know, like I, I've served my King. I've led, you know, men into battle. Um, you know, not taking duty seriously is not my problem. Um, and, and you can tell like he's sort of losing his train of thought and he's uh, he's reacting emotionally. It's my understanding for whatever that I, I'm not going to argue with you about your past accomplishments, but here all I've heard is that you've led people to their slaughter. Hmm. And does anybody, you know, sort of want to jump in or say anything at this point? Or do you just sort of, or is it just letting Eamon sort of take the lead? And Eisenberg's probably, you know, as you know, this seems to be not going super well, but so he's kind of, uh, you know, I, I'm in, in, in the game itself. I'm near the door for a reason and I'm watching everyone mm. else's kind of reaction to this also. I'm not so right. worried about who the guy who's drunk is Cathal, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm kind of watching him, but I know uh, Eamon's kind of focused on him. I'm watching the other guys and see, like, how are they reacting to this? Okay. So, um, yeah, give me an awareness check. Is anybody else curious? Does anybody else want to roll an awareness? Is anybody. Uh, if you do, uh, go ahead. And if not, that's yeah. okay, too. But I, I was... want to be. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oof. Nice. Um, yeah, because, of course, whoever does, you know, go ahead and. Ooh, Man, Bartram is insightful. I tell um, you. Yeah, if, if whoever makes that check, go make sure you uh, check that little star. Um, yeah, so let's see. We got a success and we got a critical. So Eisenbart, what you sort of notice is Doberry. you know, obviously he's sitting next to this guy, but you can sort of sense like guilty relief um like he you know he does his duty as well but it's clear things are not going well and he's glad he's, it's not him right he, he can't be the guy to speak truth to power but he's glad it's really coming out now I got you. now um let me see bartram with your critical what you notice is everard um is kind of static um because again like you know he was i don't know if you were you weren't in the the room at the time but 
you know, he was arguing, you know, he's tried to stand up to uh, Sir Cathal, but it hasn't been very successful. And the miners of uh, the miners, I just tipped off who they are. Um, they sort of look very concerned um, because, well, hell, we'll make it, it's, you know, miners, you know, they don't dress up in, you know, fancy, they look like they're miners. They're going to have, you know, grime under their nails. And, you know, the mine is, you know, again, this, this town's main, main asset. And, um, th they're starting to get full weight of just the leadership crisis that's unfolding in front of them. Um, so that's sort of what you see. And the room sort of has like, even though like Eamon and Sir Cathal are sort of, well, Sir Cathal at least is getting heated when one of those two are not speaking the room is like you could hear a pin drop silent like you can barely hear people breathe um yeah so you know even because again you you won that you know rhetoric skill off i'll let you determine what you do and how this goes next <laughs> um both hands for the brass ring uh, so Eamon's going to kind of dramatically, you know, pause for a moment and look around like, like, like he's for the first time realizing that there are a number of people observing, uh, uh you know, what's going on. And so then he, right. he takes a moment, a, a kind of an over-exaggerated, like, hmm, let me collect my thoughts. And then says to Sir Cathal, Forgive me, uh, Sir Cathal, if I was overly harsh. Perhaps the rest of our conversation could be conducted privately. Let's see if we can't reach some mutually agreeable resolution to this circumstance. Okay. Um, and so... Let's uh, let's figure this out. Um, so Sir Cathal, let me roll that back. Everard actually says, I, I truly feel as the person that's been chosen by our town to represent the people who've really suffered, we, we have a right to be here as well. Um, and the two miners are like, you know, and, you know, we've lost people recently and... I don't know how the order needs to go, but we absolutely need to be a part of this discussion somehow. Doesn't have to be, maybe you have your private moment, but we all need to talk. Um, and so, and how do you respond to everybody saying like, actually we want to sit in on this. Do you still push to? There are uh, two separate questions. The first is what role Sir Cathal is going to uh, retain uh, here in Lobon. The second discussion is that which must be done to ensure the safety of the mine, the safety of the people, and diffuse the threat of the barbarians across the river. I agree the second conversation is one which each of you is critical and I'm, as the representative of the sheriff, I will be more than willing to seek your sage advice on 
remedial measures. But as to Sir Capel's fate and my report back to the sheriff, I believe that that should be addressed privately. Okay. Um, cool. Okay, so yeah, so Sir Cathal sort of stands up and heads over to the side room and um, if you want to follow. Um, okay, cool. So when you get in there, you see this other guy and Sir Cathal says, you know, get out of here and, you know, very curtly and uh so he he leaves um so yeah so um sir cathal you know not in front of people sort of quiets down a little bit and seems a little more i guess scared i don't know exactly but he realizes that um he's in a precarious spot and he just says look what what do you what do you want what can I do? Why are you even here? As I said, I'm here because of your failings. The sheriff expressed grave concerns about what you were doing here, the lack of information. I was sent here to rectify the situation. For the listeners at home, that might not be true, but Capital <laughs> doesn't know that. Um, right. <laughs> So the question now is, is, do you leave with your former glory and integrity and reputation intact? Or do you leave in disgrace, embarrassment, and with all of your good deeds undone? I would be willing to write a report back to the sheriff that uh, you suffered some grave illness that made it impossible for you to continue your duties and that you relinquished them to me as the representative of the sheriff. Hmm. And I will speak no more of the things that you have uh, done here and the mistakes that have been made. Or I can give a full, truthful, and complete report of your many failings here to the sheriff. A report I'm sure that will be widely discussed in Olicon. And I have no doubt eventually will make it to the ears of the king himself. It's your choice, Sir Cathal, but you, we, we cannot continue with you here in charge. You've lost these people. You've lost this town. You may have started a war or that this kingdom is not prepared to fight. God, when you laid all out like that. Um, so, okay. So we're, we're going to do, we're going to do an opposed d -d -d role. Sure. Um, I was not expecting this. So let's see what happens. Um, roll initiative. No, I, not really. I've Oops. made yeah. demons overwhelming ambition, a key point of his character. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. Cause like, you can never show him what that letter says. <laughs> um, it's going to be just this sort of Damocles that hangs over him. If that's the right. Um... I think that's fair. So we're going to, we're going to do an opposed role. I'm going to let you choose whether you go with It's going to straight up, no modifiers rhetoric or heraldry. Cause you're sort of, you know, pulling on, you know, chain of command mm -hmm. kind of stuff, but you're also making an argument. So I'll let you choose which one you want to go with. 
is going to be against his heraldry, um, which I will roll first, just because why not? You can see what you're up against. Um, he blew it. So right, what would you like to... I'm going to go with rhetoric. Uh, that's okay. somewhat stronger for me, and I feel like that's really what I'm doing at this point. So okay. no modifier. That's a great roll. Um, that is about. a really that's a, man. This is going to start spinning off in ways. Okay. Um, Play he, to find out what happens. Art. It's a rule. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> um, this isn't in the adventure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to go uh, to the cave. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Sir Cathal, um, he breaks down. He, um, I, I think it's, it's a combination of breaking down and relief. Um, he, and he starts to say like, I've been in over my head ever since Sir Malden told me to, you know, expand our borders. You know, I sure. I mean, I'm, I'm a local legend for the, you know, tournament of chivalry. Um, he's won the jousting tournament, but he's like, but I'm, while I've led men into battle, like I've never had to see the bigger picture. Um, I always had a clear goal and I accomplished that goal. Um, and you get the idea that he's sort of, you know, giving that speech that disgraced people give where they're like, you know, I tried to do the right thing and mm -hmm. it just fell short. Um, and he, stands up and let me do one more roll. Let me just see something here. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, goes back out into this room and he says, you know, Doberry, I want to thank you. Um, and he, you know, puts a hand on his shoulders like, you know, I, I know I've been difficult and I've not had a lot of success, but, you know, it's meant a lot that, you know, you stood by and, you know, did your duty. And Doberry looks very concerned. Um, and then uh, Sir Cathal, you know, turns to Everard and he's like, you know, I think this is what you wanted, even though you've never had the, the, the stones to say it, but um, I hereby relinquish my post and whatever complaints you have, you can tell him and he sort of nods his head over at Eamon and then uh, he goes into his room and closes the door behind him and you hear it lock hmm okay and actually what we'll do is we will fade to black there it's almost 1130 <laughs> nice. and, and that's why we'll fade to some, black some, some prep <laughs> yeah, yeah nice yeah um so now, before we fade to black, the rest of the group, <laughs> you just saw what happened. Um, you are also aware that that is not what <laughs> you were sent to do. Um, so if you have a response now, that's great. But if it's something you want to think on, that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, I mean, Eisenbart, he's not, he's certainly not like you know, kind of the chaos he, he's going to thrive on. He's, he's not going to say anything. Okay. Uh, if anybody else wants to respond now, I'll give you a chance, but if not, you know, we can hold on. And uh, does Eisenbart know what's in that letter? 
I don't know if you guys know what's in the letter, but you know exactly what the mission was. So we have, and, yeah. So, and also, yeah, Eisenbart now has leverage and he likes leverage. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> this is what's bad when you don't play for two months. What was the original mission? Yeah, the original mission was that, you know, Sir Malden of Olakand had said, hey, I asked Sir Cathal to sort of expand the borders as a gift to my father. Um, and I haven't heard how it's going. So if you could just sort of check in and then report oh, back. Um, okay, cool. It was just literally like, hey, if you could just let me know how it's going and come back. I yeah. am uh, going to let him know how it's going. It was going <laughs> so bad that I, as the only person who understood what his true objectives were, had to step in temporarily on a temporary <laughs> basis. On an interim basis, yes. Just, just like Al Haig until the vice president can return and just to make sure that everything's under control. So this, Ooh, trust me, this is going to be the best report that the sheriff ever gets. This is going to be awesome. So <laughs> I can see like the fires good. and like Eamon's eyes as he's saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. All right. Um, yeah. And if anybody else has a reaction, but if not, what we'll do is we'll just finish the night by, uh, by clicking, uh, those stars and the skills you use so that you see if you get a skill point or not. So is it actually clicking the stars or do you? Yeah. So I thought there was like one thing you clicked and it checked all your stars. Um, Ooh, I don't know if that functionality is there. I, the way I definitely know to do is if you click the stars that are filled in, it will check those skills and automatically. And does it automatically improve them if you pass? It should, it should add one to your skill. Okay. Um, if you pass. Yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Uh, I get a pop-up window. Do you want to perform a skill development role or just to say SDR? You want to do an SDR? Yeah, you want to do an SDR. Nice. I did two by accident. That's right. No big deal. Uh, Okay, I think I did right. my three. All right. Awesome. Nice. Blowing yeah. these things. Let's try one more. <laughs> Let's see if you get one. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Nice. There you go. All right. So yeah, I guess um so you know, I I know it's the summer. I know the next session would be around the beginning of July, which is a week probably a lot of people travel. Um what I figure That's I'll the do one week I'll be here. Oh, okay. What I figured I would do is I would just put a feeler out. I know people have vacations. So around the same time each month, I'll just say like, Hey, you know, are people around or are people on vacation? If people are around and feel like jumping on, we'll do it. And if not, Sounds good. Our, our first Tuesday yeah. is July 5th, correct? 5th. Yep. It's the day after July 4th. Yeah. So I, I know sometimes yeah. people take that week off or something, but if people are around, uh, we can do it. And if they're not, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what taking the week off means. You can't RPG. It should mean you do more RPG. <laughs> right. Cool. All right. Um, well, all right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I hope this was uh, this was all right. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Cool. I, I had a blast. So <laughs> my character ends up getting executed for. Ex-
exceeding his station. Oh, yeah, that'll all will, be fun, yeah. It'll be a blast. <laughs> I will have no I'm problem whatsoever with that outcome. <laughs> so. Nice. And uh, right. if you do get executed, I, I just hope I'm the one that turned you in. I just, <laughs> I'm dreaming. <laughs> I have a little dream. A little OSC and payback. I'm intentionally playing E-Men with certain blind spots. Uh, yeah. So... You know. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that's good. I mean, yeah, because you have—I don't think you've—you've, Eamon has not really picked up on Eisenbart's. Nope. You know. Yeah. Just so I think that makes he's sense. A smart old guy. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And uh, you know, I'm obviously I'm very entranced, very entranced with the Eamon guy. Com- how good he is. Not a com- not a complete statement. Just a true statement. So. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, thank you fun. very much, guys. And I'll talk to all of you guys soon. All right. Thanks. 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 Take care, guys. Bye. Right. Night. Bye-bye. Later. Yeah, Chile's has really taken on a life, I will say, in space yeah. games. I mean, um, it was Backdoor's thing at first, but yeah. Then yeah. It just, yep. yeah. We just doubled down. It's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. And how you doing, Blair? I just saw you popped on. I'm all right. How's it going? It's going all right. How was the big lunch? It was good. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and uh, well, I mean, I could have Art, who I've never seen in real life, tell me about Blair, who I've never seen in real life. So there's something <laughs> kind of missing here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me give me one sec. Let me see yeah, photographs can be altered, but sure. Um, yeah, it was, but it, it was really nice. I mean, I like I, I met uh, B Mode once very briefly, mm-hmm. and as he said in lunch, he, he was trying not to meet me at the time, and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I really don't feel like I need a, any more explanation there. Wait, I, I saw that picture that you posted up, up on Facebook there. I just posted it, Art, of you and Blair. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> no, I... newsflash. 
crisis actors. <laughs> I don't get it. Wow, y'all don't uh, uh, trek in the same conspiracy riddled news sphere that I do. So, huh? Surprising, I guess. <laughs> Actually. No, uh, I use Google News as my aggregator, and there's yeah. on the well, top but right. Aggregate is what you want to. I mean, it's just like Google Search, right? But anyway, yeah. it, it listens to what you click on, and then gives you more of that. Right. So there is, uh, for me, like the top right is like fact checking uh, things. So there's a recurring theme about stories about mass shootings actually being crisis oh, yeah, actors like Sandy Hook. yeah um mm -hmm. you know just role playing and, you know, and hopefully those are things being debunked but maybe not who knows <laughs> yeah but um, yeah uh, I well I'll, sh I'll show you this blair doesn't know i took this picture but it's here's a picture of lunch Nice. God damn it, how did he do that? <laughs> Very good. Very good. Nice. I thought for sure somebody was gonna take a picture of me with the with the mask on. Oh so no, I, no. I, I walked down the street and like I walked down the street in like a AAC shirt and an N95 mask. Yeah. We we just need to Photoshop that guy into that picture and then we're fine. <laughs> But no, uh, that was actually my chair, though. That was his chair. yeah. We were sitting next to each other. Uh, nice, but but that's Alleged, how yeah he rounded allegedly. the right. There's no proof, obviously. Um, but yeah, when he rounded the corner, he had the AAC shirt on, and we instantly all, you know, yeah, picked picked him out of the crowd. So mm -hmm. yeah, but it was really good. Yeah, it was good to see Paul again. I hadn't seen him in a while. It was nice to finally get to chat with B mode more than uh, more than just in my front lawn, and uh, cool. it was obviously very nice to meet Blair. Cause, you know all of this and our pans are going to deer and very you guys all jersey dudes well the three of us are and paul is going to be probably yeah you know that's at yeah, some he point. said that on uh discord today yeah oh, oh, i yes. missed that yeah yeah he's given up on houston <laughs> oh yeah Shocker. that that's why he was in Jer <laughs> that's why he was meeting up but he was uh, scoping out a couple towns potentially move to yeah you I got think tired, I, tired I of that sweat that actually gets in between the crack in your ass <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was also like sort of a charm offensive on his wife to try to get her to sign <laughs> off on it yeah. yeah we'll see if that works because her family is from houston i'm pretty sure so yes yes yeah, so yeah said, and, so. And, and his family is down there oh right. did they so move they, wow they relocated yeah. they were yeah. up they were on the Illinois side of St. Louis for a while. I remember that. That's why no, he has they, the Cardinals. Yeah, they 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 relocated down there. So, mm. so I'm like, we'll see, I was telling my wife about it. Mm. You know, like yeah. afterwards, I'm like, we'll see if this actually happens or not. Because and is this <laughs> would he do it like so he could take jobs in New York City? Is that his thinking or? Yeah, it's a specific he's... job. Oh, yeah. okay, it is a job. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's for uh, Elon, and he has to be in the mm. office. So there you go. <laughs> right, right. Now I'm starting to wonder, like, you know, I assume his current employers do not listen, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you. I mean, he, I think not. last I heard, he worked for Robinhood. I don't know that those guys are that smart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I'm fucking you over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
I mean, they did hire they did hire Frenchie. So I mean, let's put that on the record sheet. Right. Step one. <laughs> right. Right. That is a very good point. Well, here's the good news. Mm-hmm. If this happens, I'm sure that he'll have a couple of spare seats in the jet when he flies into AAC con. And so you there guys you can actually come now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just yeah. Tell, tell your respective wives that, you know, you have to go into the office for the day because he's only good for about six hours. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. We got in. Blair and Art in the plane, but for some reason, the fuel economy of the plane is just like it's empty. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Beans uh, of pure energy. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, I don't know, for me at least, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so, so uh, Rex, Pete, Duck, you guys are doing okay as well, I assume? Yep. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, my wife's running around like crazy because her dad's coming in tonight. So, oh, nice. I'm, I'm I'm like you know I was like teaching a class at work today, as you can tell because I'm drawing hex maps. I can't <laughs> teach it, but I can't leave because like I have to be there to listen to what she says in case right. there's trouble. But anyway, so uh, and you know I'm like attached to my computer for like 10, 11 hours for work, and now you know oh. another two or three hours. Like, well, you know, I'd really like to help you move all the furniture around, but mm, can't do it. Right. Prior yeah. commitment. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Um, let me just see really quickly. Oh, Caleb. I mean, hey, sorry. When did you jump on? I, I didn't even. I'm here. Pretty... Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He watches. All right. I'm going to start up the car. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh, we're missing Caleb. And I was like, no, he's in the room. Why did I just All right. vibing? All right. How are you doing? I am okay. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah. When are you moving to New Jersey? <laughs> uh, uh, I wouldn't have it. Although it is probably cooler up there. I don't know. Yet. Today was pretty nice. You guys, we you could all get shirts like which exit on the turnpike you're off of, right? You have that yeah, number. Exactly. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, do you want to give this a shot and see what happens? What are we doing? <laughs> M space. M space. Yeah. This is the round table, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> right. We're going to the Duchy of Chiles. <laughs> I actually was. It's, it's the Duchy of Chiles. Duchy of Chiles. Oh I was going to look up synonyms for like chili and figure something out but I, I just i just didn't have the time <laughs> just uh, don't mention the you know the cheese that uh has fermented because we're not hmm. talking about that the cheese that shall not know. be named yeah right not, the, not uh, tonight not tonight that's right it's the bar the was the fire element of harn which is heat movement and activity that sounds like mm. a chili's to me <laughs> there you go there you go all right so yeah so welcome to m space um, <laughs> I've been tricked. Fade, yeah, fade in margaritas. Um, well, you know, really, Harn probably is just a fever dream after too many. Like the the wings got a little too spicy. Mm. Or somehow Harn is the ending of the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, and then it can all be <laughs> one hot. universe. 
Um, I won't spoil it. But, <laughs> but that ending allows this to all be one connected universe. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, Are we allowed to talk about Top Gun Maverick? I haven't seen it. All right, um, never mind. All I've heard never is mind. that it kicks ass. It is very well done. Okay, uh, yeah, no spoilers. I haven't seen it either. And right, I haven't. I haven't decided, I haven't tried to convince the family to see it, but they did enjoy Top Gun, so maybe. Mm-hmm. My kids didn't love it, but my wife and I, of course, being of the right age, have fun watching it. So we're definitely going to force them to watch the new one. Mm-hmm. Well, I know he's, he's on a personal level. Oh yeah, know, but goddamn! Well, you know, I, I like mean, the... if you stop consuming things by people that are crazy, pretty soon. No, yeah, immediately you will run out of things to consume. Right. So, now, like, yeah, my Wednesday nights would be open. So, one of the few times, my. <laughs> I mean, I can make that happen for you if you want. <laughs> so petulant, <laughs> almost almost Dave levels of petulance there. Uh, so... I can't compete with the master. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, that was good. Um... Yeah, uh, but man, he's been on a tear. Like the last like four Mission Impossible movies or whatever, three, Top Gun, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, whatever that one was. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one it was, but the one he shot in Pittsburgh, my brother was there, and it's mm. a few times he had to explain to my mom and dad why he got handcuffed and called him by the police because <laughs> he climbed on behind of a dumps on top of a dumpster so that he could like look into oh. the set and just yelled out. You can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, yeah, that was the first Jack Reacher movie. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, they're all pretty good. Or yeah. very I mean, good. I don't go out of my way, um, but right, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a thing against watching him in a movie. Movie that rules that he's in, but doesn't act in, is Legend. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. I know it's one of the old, old ones. He is like eight. Yeah. little baby boy in it but it is an incredible movie <laughs> and he's, i'm just like good god tom cruise you're so young in this yeah <laughs> probably about the same height i guess it's still, my, same, still short yeah. as hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> my cousin went to high school with him that's crazy yeah here in new jersey uh, oh. for a little oh. while he went to Glen Ridge high school hmm. where my cousin attended I get it. The thing is, is that I, I hear what you guys are saying, but you know, as an anti-psychiatry Scientologist, he's just a fucking cute. Oh, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. He right, just, is just even the mention actor. of his name. He is uh. an actor. And the Romans knew exactly where to put actors on the hierarchy of social status. So just <laughs> remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he's meant... He's meant to entertain you. So just let him entertain you. You heard yeah. the LA. It's not LA. his fault. Oh. I'll let you take lead on that. I agree with him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dianetics. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's uh, that that's the thing. So like my I don't know, one of my many dirty shames. Um is that I like Woody Allen movies. Um, not all of them, but well, I mean, at some point I think I'm like, people would say he him? was a good filmmaker aside from being a horrible, horrible person. So, yeah. So yeah, 
And we found out he was a horrible person way after, after all yeah, of way these, after. Right, right. movies in the beginning, you know? Right. Yeah. So the thing is that, so, but you know, like with the Scientologists, <laughs> see, the thing is, is that for you guys, it's one story, but you know, like in the nineties, you know, Scientologists were like breaking into doctor's psychiatrist's office, you know, when they were like conventions, like when we were, oh, I listened to the, uh, there's a whole like history podcast in Scientology. I listened to it. It's just like, holy fuck. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, I understand what you got you're saying, but you, you have no idea what, yeah, I mean, oh. I, but I personally, I, I respect all religions and think that they, uh, you know, there's a lot <laughs> of good stuff in religion. You know, religions have never done anything bad. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, Art, I don't get the love of Woody Allen movies, just like the films, but I also don't. Like movies based in like New York and that like aesthetic have never like I'm just right. like I don't know yeah why I think so Woody popular. Allen like I don't like Woody Allen movies either but I can I don't argue with people that really love them right it's right fine. like I can yeah. understand where like people really dig this whole aesthetic it's not just like Woody Allen movies there's like this whole genre almost it's like this is a New York right. movie and all and it's just like why do people like these yeah <laughs> the, the, yeah. the in, my introduction to Woody Allen was. I was about 12 or something, I think, and it was uh, Bananas. Did you or anybody oh, yeah. see Bananas, yeah. right? Uh, me and mm-hmm. my whole family, and I was the oldest. I was like 11, you know, because <laughs> they had no idea. It was a double feature with like, you know, it was like the weirdest combination, you know, and when they're having <laughs> yeah. a sexual Olympic, you know, bed scene, I thought my parents were going <laughs> to bust a blood vessel with me and my younger brother and my four-year younger sister. Wow. <laughs> One of one of my favorite, I mean, I don't know, they're all one of my the ones I laugh at the most is a movie he did a long time ago called Love and Death. Yeah. And I don't know how many people know that one, but it takes place during like the Napoleonic Wars. Oh, um, that's yeah. And um, it's just it's it's really weird and slightly airplaney. But um, yeah, it's just one that I thought I always got a kick out of. Yeah, no, that was a good one. That was a good one. So anyway, all right. Oh, my top filmmakers: Sorry. Woody Allen, Roman Polanski. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like really dig the. Uh, I think I saw my poster of it: The Fearless, Fearless Vampire Killers. Mm. Such slock. It's such a weird fucking movie, but it yeah. is pretty cool visually. I will say. Had no, a, if, I think. Oh, it, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Had a, like Frank Frazetta illustrated po- movie poster for it too. Nice. Hmm. So and I was going to ask. So Harn, oh, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Then, no, I was just going to take it to Harn. In, no, in, god damn it. Okay, so, fine. <laughs> no, no, no. So finish. So Caleb, I'll, you know, finish your thought. <laughs> I was going to say he's the Chinatown guy. So like, what he's the Chinatown guy. Yeah. yeah. But, but god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. So, no, what I was going to say was, so bringing it back around to Harn, so, you know, what, what, what kind of uh, production might we expect in Harn? You know, what, what would you say? I mean, obviously they don't have movies, but they would have stage productions of some sort. So, Art, I want you to, to give us a synopsis of a stage production in the realm of Harn. Um, it's, yeah, it's like, it's a meet cute when two first cousins fall in love and um or maybe a little closer and um they realize that no matter what their shared mom and dad say 
you can't stop mm-hmm. love. Gotcha. All right. All right. Good. 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 All right. Yeah. See, all our inspiration is from Pornhub, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in a laundry machine. <laughs> it's like all these women are getting stuck in laundry machine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um. Oh, all right. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out in some years that you know uh, that MTV was just a front. <clears throat> I can. I can honestly tell you. Um. My right up your alley pete issues with my mother um my mother <laughs> when i got into film school she said the world does not need filmmakers and i was like okay cool and then she said you have to make me one promise and i'm like i think i know where this is going she's like you can never work on porn and i was like no promises uh, <laughs> 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 can't do this one hand tied behind my back mom Got chase the dream. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Let's do the goal. Exactly. 